0: welcome to the kingdom business podcast i'm your host jr fitch and you know what this week we're twisting it up a little bit and i'm sitting across from the great
1: lz Yo, yo! I like getting twisted up a little bit from Boy, uh, the firm, the format we normally don't do. Don't I know? I like Twister. You ever played Twister? No, bro. Look at me. I am not. I am not built for Twister. I bet you anything. You can go into one of those like back bend. I'm I'm built for tug of war. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a place for everybody, you know. And I'm thankful for that. But it's for me, it's not Twister. Not really me either. I'm I i I'm always, I've always been kind of um, self-conscious about like my feet and things. Like I don't like people tickling my feet or grabbing a hold of my feet. And when you kind of get on the twister board, somebody going to have their hand on the same color, you know, left foot green. Well, my left foot goes to green, right hand green. And somebody's hands there and they go try to tickle your foot, make you move, all that kind of stuff. No, I'm just real skittish there. I'm so skittish with my feet that I can be sitting in the recliner at home and my wife walk through and just rake her fingernail at love. And I, I lose every, I like all, all function. This has gotten really weird, really quick. It's not a foot fetish thing. I'm just it, telling you. Let's
0: not talk about it. Let's talk. About no more something.
1: feet. No more twister.
0: Speaking of feet and twister, let's talk about Brian Trejo.
1: Those go good together. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm, I'm glad to talk to you about, about Brian Trejo. Yeah. Um, so here's what happened.
0: Yeah. I, I want to kind of lay yes. this out. We had, we had talked about having him on the podcast and we're going to have him on the podcast. We are, but, uh, as many of you may know, that we're planning to attend that event, he had a family emergency, uh, and actually, as it's turned out, his son is okay, but very scary. So he had to cancel kind of the last minute. So he didn't come to Dalton at that time, but he's coming in May, May twenty yes. second. Big big day. Yeah, and he sounded kind of like the president. when he Big said that, big day. I'm telling you, it's going to be a big day.
1: It is. It's going to be a great day. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing is, is that you know Dalton Worship Room. If you're not familiar with Dalton Worship Room, get on Facebook. Check them out. It's a great, great thing. Um, You know, we try to have uh, these 2222 creative worship sessions for this year on the 22nd of each month. Mm -hmm. And uh, matter of fact, this month, um, March, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be in our brand new space. Wow. And I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's not quite finished yet. Mm -hmm. But when I talked to the guys that are getting the work done, they said, hey, it's not really ready for the grand, you know, the grand opening but Yahweh's presence is here. Mm. And I told him, I told Chad, I said, well, if Yahweh's there, we're going to be there. Amen. Yeah. So so uh, March 22nd. But the cool thing, Brian Trejo coming on May 22nd, is that we're going to say for May, mm. that's going to be the Dalton Worship Room event. Oh, cool. So, so instead of doing the,
0: the deal at Dalton Worship Room, we're just going to go to Northwest Fellowship. That's it.
1: And rock it out with Brian Trejo. That's and the it. Gang. Oh, you know, that'll be awesome! And Brian Kingdom Music—they sure. are they are hip hop rap to the core. Right. That's worship. Mm-hmm. That is his expression of of worship. Mm-hmm. So, what better place to spend May the twenty second? Then with Brian Trejo and all the folks up at Northwest Christian Fellowship. been yep, in, in Varnell. Varnell, Georgia. Pastor Michael Watkins. It's going to be
0: awesome. Man, what, be what a treasure that guy is, he to, is this, such a treasure. to this community.
1: Yes. And what was cool, you know, when you went and spoke there a few weeks back, mm-hmm. um, you know, he and I got to spend a little time at the end uh, connecting. And, and I consider myself a pretty pretty weird guy on some of the things that I think. and I that would, I, I would
0: agree with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the experiences that I've had, you know. But when you have people start talking about angelic encounters, mm-hmm. when they start talking about that voluntarily, I in my brain I'm going, okay, you're somebody I can roll with. Sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so love Michael Watkins. I'm so grateful for what he's done the last 20 years. The north end of this county, mm-hmm. um, and and I almost start crying. Like in this moment, I feel my emotions. Well, go kinda, ahead, let it out. Because it's one of those things that he is a true marketplace leader. You know he. He doesn't. He doesn't look to the church for his income. Mm-hmm. He he's a, he's a business guy. He's an yeah. entrepreneur. Sure. And for the longest time, I couldn't figure him out. I would look at him, look at, and I, I would say, "How does how does a pastor of a church that's it's it's not a small small church, but yeah. it's not a big church, right? You know, how can this guy have what he has?" And I, I started. I, I was paying attention. I was like, "This doesn't really make sense." And then I figured it out. He's an entrepreneur. Right. He's a Paul. Mm-hmm. He's making tents mm-hmm. while he's ministering. Yep. So, you know, I'm looking forward to being up there. That's going to be great. March or May 22nd. May 22nd. Join us. Yeah, I think like and, six six thirty. And minutes. we're going to get Brian on the on the podcast. Definitely going to have Brian on the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. But then let's talk about what's going on April 8th and 9th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Man, the Altar
0: Men's Conference. We're going to be out there uh, recording episodes of the Kingdom Business Podcast backstage with awesome guests, all the guests. And, and man, we're super stoked about that. It's unprecedented opportunity that we've been given. Praise God for that. And, and thank you to Maddie Montgomery, our dear friend um, for, for offering that opportunity. But we're going to be able to talk with a lot of the speakers and special guests, get them on the podcast the Altar Men's Conference, 15,000 men. Come on, bro. In the Thomas and Mac Arena, yeah. which is the UNLV arena in Las Vegas. It's where the National Finals Rodeo is held every year. That's cool. Um, and it's going to be 15,000 men going after the, the heart of the father.
1: You know, one of the things that kind of, uh, I guess, brought me into a place of really kind of like, okay, this is going to be something good. This is not going to be one of those just run-of-the-mill comps. You know, we're sure. going to have folks running around that are used to this thing. But when men start saying lines like "We chose Las Vegas because it's where men's souls go to die," right? There's a true calling on these guys' lives mm. to transform the lives of men. Right. But what's really cool is that the wives mm. don't have to stay home. Right. They're going to have intercession prayer and and a place for them to go and sew in spiritually to their husbands. While they're there, and it is incredible. I can't. I can't wait to to be a part of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Derek Carr and Maddie Montgomery. It's
0: really kind of their brainchild. Um, it's something that God kind of put on them uh, as a as a thing to birth, if you will, and to grow. And so you got a, a future NFL Hall of Famer that's oh, yeah. hosting a men's conference. Yeah. Uh, and man, if you if you get to know Derek at all, I've spent a little, just a very little time with him instantly you realize this guy has the heart of the father. This guy has a heart after the father's heart yeah, and, and a real heart for men in this country. And so the opportunity to get to go
1: and just be a part of that for us is incredible. Oh yeah. I'm super excited about it. Well, you showed me a video the other morning mm-hmm. and it was like a, the promo video, right? That Nick had put together. Sure. And when I heard Derek speak, right. What I heard and what I, what I saw wasn't a, a, an athlete who was using a religious platform, right? Because of his platform, sure. I heard a man who truly has a call in his heart for the men of this nation, right? And and who better? What more of an iconic kind of guy to go after the hearts of men than than a quarterback, right? I mean, an NFL quarterback. Right. So, you know, it's, there's going to be a lot of awesome things that happen out there. And, and truth be told, I, I'm really looking forward to just watching, watching men transform because I think we're going to have a really good perspective, a really good angle to watch this thing happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really looking forward. I'm looking forward to talking to the people that are out there, but I'm sure. really looking forward to watching the men mm-hmm. that are sitting in those seats right, and watch them that first night and then watch them all day Saturday, and then Saturday night, that culmination of everything coming together, sure. I believe that it's going to be equivalent to Gideon's army, mm. that there's going to be a call for the men to come and lap water like dogs. You know, sure. There's going to be a call to get real like men. Mm. And if one thing that this nation needs, it doesn't need another conference to try to tell men how to comb their hair or how to put on skinny jeans, right. or how to look cool. What we need is a conference that's calling men to a place mm-hmm. where they understand their role as a king and as a priest, right? You know, mm-hmm. and so that's for me. That's kind of the the magic there is to, is to sit back and no one know that I'm watching, no one know that you're watching, sure, and to watch these fifteen thousand men become an army, right? I'm telling you, man, it's going to be awesome. It's going to change their lives and it's going to change ours, sure. So I can't wait to capture some of that. Right, it's going to be amazing, and we're just thrilled to be a part of it. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, I heard through the grapevine. Mm-hmm. Actually, I heard from you. Um, <laughs> tell me a little bit about the the uh, the experience that you had this, uh, last week when you traveled up north to Knoxville. Oh man, can you share a little bit should about we, that? Should we talk about that? I, I, th- I think on a, on a little bit of just what you saw as far as the brotherhood. You know, um, some people don't see some of the things that go into favor Mm. but you know when we're given opportunities to sit with people that that may have a platform or something you know Mm -hmm. you get to see the real side of them sure what was it like being on the back of a stage at a concert that you really don't listen to the music all the time what was it like to be in an environment well uh, you know our good friend brian welch
0: um and if you don't know who brian is brian um is the lead guitar player for the heavy metal band corn yeah and they've been around 25 years doing this, and the Lord's just crossed our paths, and He's a great guy. And He was kind enough to ask me to come up and and be with Him in Knoxville. And Brian just has a real heart after the Father. He has a real heart for the for people um, that have been hurt by religion. Yeah, and um, and certainly you don't you don't expect to go to that atmosphere and find God. Right. Right, Uh, but bro, he's absolutely there through Brian. Yeah, and so yeah, it's it's always uh, I've I've been I've been able to do that with Brian before, and it's always um, it's fun to be with him. It's fun to be in an atmosphere like that. Be with a rock star, you know, backstage and all that stuff. All that stuff's cool. Um, The first time I ever went, it really messed with my all my religious stuff. I really thought I had gotten over religion. And the first time I went to one of those things, it was really tough because he's out there playing this music, sure, sure, and yet he's he's a, a man of god and so yeah. how do you how do you how do you square all that in your mind and in your spirit and you know all of us work for companies, many of us work for big large corporations that um I'm fortunate that that I work for a corporation where i I actually believe in in who they are as a, as a corporation. So when I say this, I'm not talking about where I work. Right. Uh, But I have in the past and, and others have worked for corporations where you don't always agree with everything they stand for everything they agree with, everything they believe in. And, and yet you, you're a representative of that company. And in a lot of cases, those companies stand for things that you completely disagree with. Yeah. Uh, things that you would show up and protest. Uh, and yet you're still, going to work there every day, earning a wage, helping build that business and being a representative of that company. And, and in his case, it's no different. You know, he, he was saved about, uh, I don't know. I I don't know the timeline, call it 12 or 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, A number of years ago he got saved and, and left the band and left that lifestyle. And after a number of years, God sent him back into it as a missionary. And, uh, and so it was wild when I got there, uh, the number of, of other very well-known kingdom people that were there to support him, that we were all kind of together, but he's got a group of folks that'll show up and just kind of pour into him and love on him. And, and, uh, it's, it's really fun to witness God
1: move in a place like
0: that where it's, it's so
1: dark. Yeah. Well, you know, as you were talking just then, what kind of hit me, because, you know, we, we talked on one of the last podcasts about our our vision to, See the marketplace just overwhelmed by these 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 artists who are who are Christians, right? And I kind of can't help but but think that that heads kind of like um uh, he's kind of like John the Baptist, right? He's in the wilderness, yeah, right? very much. He's not in a wilderness, but he is in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And you know, John was a little crazy, mm-hmm. dressed in animal skins, sure. Hair was kind of long and nappy, and yeah, d- maybe dreadlocks, kind of like Brian, and, right? Eating carobs and, well, they say locusts, but I think it was a carob bean, actually, not actually a physical locust. But anyway, that's just me, and we can I argue that it, later. I think he was eating bugs. He might have been eating bugs. And honey, and all kinds of crazy things. Sure. But he was a wild guy. Yeah. There was a reason why it said that he was a voice in the wilderness crying sure. out. He wasn't in the synagogue. Right. He wasn't in the temple. And I believe that there are more wildernesses out there that, that Yahweh is ready to invade. Absolutely. He's just looking for the warriors to invade it.
0: Right. And the other part that's amazing is he's looking for people like us to come alongside those warriors and hold their arms up. That's it. And support them and not judge them because he, you know, it's one of those situations where Brian is literally demonstrating the kingdom is the way to put it um, to an otherwise uh, an audience that otherwise would not ever know what that is yeah. or experience it. And so if not him, who that's right. I mean, who, who else is going into that world? And so yeah. um, I just have a tremendous amount of, of uh, respect for him and, yeah, and care deeply for him and just to honor him and, and the calling God's put on his life and, and the level of integrity that he walks in on a daily basis. Oh yeah.
1: Well, you know, de- dealing with whether it's, whether it's Brian or whether it's Cody or Jacob or whoever in the, it, these artists, sure. Um, you know, a lot of times people think, oh, well, they've got it together, right? They're famous, right? They've got money. Mm-hmm. They've got all these nice things. They've got a platform. They've got followers. They've got subscribers. They've got all these different things, but it's in the same vein as a pastor, right? Sometimes we look at pastors and go, oh, well, they're this, they're that. And, and people think they don't need support. Right. And sometimes it's a very lonely place to be. Mm-hmm. And so, when you get to spend time, I, I, I know you know for the time that I've been able to spend with you in these in these moments where we've been able to be around certain people, certain individuals that sure. maybe have a a more you know secretive life because of their public life. Mm-hmm. I think for me the biggest thing is I don't I don't care if people know who I am mm. if I can affect them right. and shift them in a way or help like you're saying that to me that's everything yeah
0: my spiritual father sam brassfield says it this way uh you touch one they touch
1: millions that's it you know and you tell you told me the story for the very first time a couple of years back about billy graham Mm -hmm. and that lineage of how yeah edward edward kimball see and, and people don't know edward kimball right i'm okay to be an edward kimball sure he's one of my heroes i'm telling you bro and and we joke about Dalton being a little city, but Dalton's a holy city. Mm-hmm. And I promise, and you know this, the unknowns will be the ones that support the knowns. It'll be the ones that don't have clout, the ones that don't have a national or global stage right. that these ones will be coming to in secret and going, hey, right. I just need refreshed. Right. So, you know, I, I give a I give an invitation to any famous individual out there. If you ever want to be a human being, come to Dalton, Georgia. come spend some time with us. Come look us up. We'll take you down the road and we'll get you some good food. Mm. Take you up in the mountains and ride dirt roads. Sure. Because the important thing is they need to be refreshed and refueled too. Sure. You know, you know, I think it's one of the things that God's
0: really kind of shown you and I over the last several years, there's a difference in having popularity
1: and having influence. That's it. Yes. That's why that word influence has been, Shifted now, they say they're influencers, right? But really, it's not their pop, they're popularitists. Sure, yeah, <laughs> is, is that even a word? I don't think so. I went, I went, I went, uh, George that, Bush. There, kind of North Georgia on us right there. <laughs> I kind of really? did, I kinda did. <laughs> you know, it's just in me. It's just what did in you me. say, popularitist? Popularitist. Let's look that one up. Let's have a contest. <laughs> if, they, if we were playing Wordle, would popularitist popularitist is that a real word? I'm going to tell you right now. That boy down there is a popularitist. See? We got a fact checker here with us in the studio today. Is is popularitist a word? Can you Google that for me, please? We're going to Google that right now and find out. I'll be like Steve Harvey on Family Feud. I, I bet you everything I got
0: <laughs> that ain't up there, you know? That was a, that
1: was a funny, funny episode. <clears throat> Give me a word that starts with pork. No, a word that typically follows the word. There pork. we go. <laughs> Upine, U, Cupine. So here we go. We got the fact checker here. Let me see the. No, let me, pop, let me, the populist is a word. No, let's see here. Popularitist pop, popularist, popularist, popularist. I, I you know what? Give me the phone. It's 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 legit, my man. It is, is it, right there. If this is it, Urban Dictionary, no, no, <laughs> no, in English. That yeah, is in English. Who's ever heard of the Collins Dictionary? It does not matter who has heard
0: of it. It is real. Popularist. He must satisfy popularist and traditionalist expectations, and these could be notoriously
1: incompatible. I don't think that's the same word as I said a minute ago. I think I had about four more syllables in my in my in my word, but 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 I thank the Lord that we have the ability to edit this. You know, no, this is not getting edited out. We are the most real podcast. And that's one thing I want to share with our audience. Okay. We are a one take podcast. That is true. And that's one thing that keeps us, I think, in a vein. And once people really catch on to that, we are not a cut and paste podcast. That's true. When we hit record, we don't stop until we're done. Well, now we do cut
0: out a few things. A few weeks ago, I had a really bad coffin spell right in the middle of a story. Is that what and you're
1: calling it now is a coffin spell?
0: <laughs> well, it was rough, whatever it was. It was.
1: It was rough. We cut that out. But I mean, nobody wants to listen to me. hacking. No, my no, but we're not chopping and pacing anyway. Right. Creativity at its finest. Yeah. Vegas is gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. We're it's-
0: honored to be a part of it. If if you are a man that's in a dry season, or if you're in a, a man that just loves to go to conferences or you know, whatever, check this thing out. It's, yeah. It's called the Altar Men's Conference. Derek Carr, Damon Thompson, Maddie Montgomery, John Bevere, Corey Russell, Corey Asbury. Yes. Altar Worship. Yes. I mean, maverick city musica maverick city is going to be there. I'm like, bro, the list goes on and on. It's, it's going to be an incredible time, uh, of men just being poured
1: into and and having an opportunity to worship. Please by all means join us. Yeah. And if you can't, what you can do is on the eighth and ninth lift these men up in prayer. Absolutely. You know, I know we're going to have some great stories to share whenever we come back. Oh man. Um, I know we're going to have some awesome podcasts that we're going to be able to, to, to put out there for you guys to listen to. But before we go. Yeah. Do you have a something funny in the can? Something (laughs) funny in the can? Yes. Bro. When
0: I was 13 years old, 14 years old, something like that. I was, I was a young teenager. It's Christmas time. And, um, the school that I went to, we took our final exams before Christmas, and so uh, we're I'm home studying for final exams, and my mom and dad are going to go do some Christmas shopping, right? Okay, good time of year. And so my dad, you know, my dad's a CPA. He comes home from work. He he was a suit and tie guy every day. He comes home. My mom's all dressed up. She and dad are going to go out and have dinner and shop at Christmas time. They're both pretty well dressed. Uh, My mom had on a fur coat. I'll never forget it. Bring it. So they leave the house, and they're gone about 10 minutes. And the phone rings. I answer the phone, and it's my mom. And I said, hello. And she says, don't ask any questions. Just get the following items and meet me in the driveway in five minutes. I need a box, a garbage bag, a flashlight, a pair of gloves, and a shovel. Sounds like they were going on a mission, and I, it sounded like we we're going <laughs> to bury a body or something, right? And I'm like, "Mom, what have you done?" And she said, "I told you, don't ask any questions. Get those things and meet me in the driveway." And she's a serious woman. Very well, no, she's not, but this time she was very serious. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, "What is going on? What's happened?" You know, I'm I'm running through the house. I'm in the garage grabbing all these items. And I get you know I'm getting a box and I'm like, well,
1: "How big how, of a box?
0: How big a box? You need a, <laughs> you need a refrigerator box. You need a shoe box." I mean, you know, yeah. Could matter, you know. I mean, you know, and I'm thinking, well, okay, it it has to be a box that a garbage bag can fit in. Ah, right. Yes. So, so you know, I get a medium size box, garbage bag, small shovel, flashlight, and a pair of gloves. So, about the time I get these items gathered up, I raise the garage door and I step out in the driveway. And here come my mom and dad down the driveway in my mom's Lexus. You know, they pull in the driveway in the Lexus. Dad rolls the window down and says he pops the trunk says put everything in the trunk and get in the car rolls the window back now you're an accessory yeah there's like no expression on their face you know and i'm like wait have i done (laughs) something
1: going to jail have i done something (laughs) they're fixing to bury
0: they're fixing to bury me you know and so we get in the car and we're driving down the road in silence they're not saying anything i'm in the back seat nobody's saying this is awkward you know and i'm thinking what is happening? What is going on? You know? And so in a few minutes we're driving down East Brandon road and my dad all of a sudden just turns off the road into this gravel lot and just turns off, you know, like 40 miles an hour, just (laughs) hits the gravel. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And my dad, my dad pops the trunk, flings the driver's door open and looks at me and says, get out. I'm like, what in the world? So we go around, I'm like, I get out and I'm thinking what is happening? It's like something from a gangster movie, you know? Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? So we go around the back of the car and he he starts getting the box and the garbage bag and all that. And he says, here, hold the flashlight. And this is where the story turns funny. There's a dead fox <laughs> laying on the ground right beside the car. And my dad's like, oh, bro!" my dad's like, here, hold the shovel and the flashlight. I'm like, okay. And so he takes this. This bag and kind of lines this this box with it. He says, "Now rake that rake that that fox into this bag." And I, I'm I'm like, what is, what is happening? You know. So I take this bag and roll this fox. It's this beautiful red fox. It's yeah. somebody hit. It's roadkill. Yeah. Gorgeous, though, I'm sure. We're picking up roadkill, Landon. And that's okay on the side of the road at Christmas. Talking to a Georgia boy. It's normal. And. And my dad and mom had passed this thing. It was laid, it had already been hit. It was laying on the side of the road. When they pass it, the tail, the wind caught the tail. Tail flies up in the air. My dad sees it. They turn around, go back. Fox is not torn up. Like it's just it looks perfectly fine. Yeah. But it's dead. And so they decide we're gonna go get this fox, and we're gonna have it stuffed, <laughs> and it'll be pretty in our house. And bro. <laughs> I'm standing here no, bro. with my dad in a suit behind, <laughs> behind this Lexus scraping roadkill into a box so that we can get it stuffed to put in the living room. And I'm like, we are white trash. Oh, yes, you are. You've, you have you have arrived. True story. They still have roadkill. It's in my old bedroom. <laughs> Is at his their name house. that? Roadkill? Yeah, they, we named him Roadkill. He's a beautiful red fox. They had full, full body mounted. And uh, he's beautiful,
1: but that's the story so (laughs) it's a true story roadkill you know the senior fitch he's a treasure. i gotta ask him to see this fox the next time that he'll be glad to show it to you i'm sure i think it's one of those things that it's probably going to be passed down i sure hope
0: so i'm i got dibs i was the one scraped him into the box
1: yeah you should have
0: dibs you know the rest of that story as we're going away uh it was really cold for about three days. They called the taxidermist. He wasn't home. He was traveling for the holidays. So we left the the dead fox in the sack, in the box on the back porch for two or three days because it was below freezing. It was okay, and nobody,
1: nothing touched it.
0: It was perfectly fine. Come I'm like,
1: on, only in the
0: south. You
1: know? <laughs> hey, before we go, go get you a shirt. Yeah. Brian Brian Welch wears ghosted. Morelordkingdom.com. He he did. He
0: wore one the other night. We've posted the stuff on our social.
1: So awesome. And get you some Firestarter.
0: Yeah. Igniteafire.net.
1: It's awesome. It's awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Continue to tune in. We got lots of cool stuff coming the rest of the spring. Please like and share this on all your social platforms. We need to get the word out about what God's doing in the kingdom business community. We're thankful that you would tune in. We're thankful that you love us and that you pour into us like you do. Keep the comments coming, the messages coming. Uh, questions coming we love it we'll see you next week and I'll leave you with the two words more Lord